Many of us spend our careers saving for retirement. When that day actually comes, it can be a little intimidating and downright scary. Change is hard. And on today's show, some tips on making a smooth transition into retirement. Information vital to your retirement planning. I feel like this is my world. Retirement planning, financial planning. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. So when it comes to retirement, retirement is such a big deal. Nathan Fort of Vital Retirement Planners shows you how to become financially fit in your retirement. In your retirement. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I take safety more seriously than most financial advisors. Welcome, everybody, to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. You can also check out his website at retireaustin.com. He is a fiduciary with over 16 years of experience, and that means he's looking out for your best interests. And uh, good Sunday morning, Nathan. How are you today? Feeling good, and I really like these segments we've got planned today. Yes, some really interesting segments, some important segments, you know, things that, you know, need to be talked about, and we'll get into that. So absolutely. But we always talk about this planning, you, you definitely need a plan, you, you cannot go, go it alone or go with the one in your head, you've got to have a written plan when it comes to your retirement. And um, when it comes time to put that in place, um, other words, spending some of that money we've been saving, it can get overwhelming because what do I do? You know, you you don't want to be spending a ton of money once you start, you know, at at retirement when you when you take retirement. So we're going to break down some of those steps to have a smoother transition. And the first is, of course, to take stock of your situation, know what you're dealing with. Absolutely. And we've all heard the we've all heard that if you fail the plan you plan to fail. Right. Um, I like to help people understand that, you know, whether you put effort and energy into a plan or not, uh, there is a plan. It, it, it's either uh, what's going to happen to you and, uh, and your, your plan is just to be unprepared, mm-hmm. or you can put some effort and energy into it and, and make sure that you can move smoothly into retirement. And this is possible. You can do this. I've helped hundreds of people do this. And it's not rocket science. This is not very difficult, complicated stuff. It's just a matter of sitting down and taking the time. And having an expert at your side can really give you a big advantage here also. Uh, you know, we, we use a lot of fitness metaphors. You know, this is the retire fit show. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I think some of these concepts and principles help us understand financial concepts. And before you put together, uh, you know, before you sign up at the gym, before you show up at the gym or, or uh, your club or, or whatever, you're, whatever you're into to increase and enhance your physical fitness, mm-hmm. you want to have a plan in place. It's just better. You're going to get more out of your energy and you're going to probably enjoy your experience a little more if you you know what your objectives are and and you have a plan there uh, in place so the very first step is like you said take stock of your situation um, understand some things about yourself understand that you know if we're using this fitness metaphor understand some things about your own body you know what are your limitations what are you what are you good at maybe there's some injuries you've had in the past that you need to keep in mind uh, and again this is where a great personal trainer could step in and uh, and, and give you an advantage and and give you give you some ideas that may be better than your ideas or at least the, the information and knowledge and experience they have can really be an asset to you mm-hmm. so you one thing we got to be careful of in retirement, is is the potential for what we call longevity risk. Uh, life expectancies are increasing. The time you spend in retirement could be a lot longer than you think. It can be, of course, obviously, that's not always the case. But uh, I, I look at retirement as a marathon, Teresa. Mm-hmm. It, it, and we've, we've used this metaphor quite a bit. And I think it's, I think it's a great one because 
retirement is like a marathon where we just don't know where the finish line is, right? We don't right. know when this race is over. And the, one of the biggest mistakes you could make is plan for a very short race and then end up having to, to run a long one. That's kind of like planning for a 20-year retirement and then you end up living a 30-year retirement. So you have to have a plan in place. And I really, I think, and this has been my experience as we've helped people put together a plan to address their potential longevity, it just makes retirement more enjoyable because mm-hmm. uh, you don't have that looming fear in the back of your mind that uh, yeah, what if what if I don't have enough money? Well, I don't want to have to be financially dependent on anybody else. Right. Well, you got to have a you got to plan for that, right? You got to have a plan in place to make sure that you can be financially independent for as long as you live. Uh, and you have to understand the uh, that that things change in retirement. Your lifestyle changes. Uh, A lot of people are used to the work routine, right? Uh, They're they're working 40 hours a week or some more, some less than that. And it's really hard to go from, you know, 70 miles an hour to zero and have nothing to do. I've had conversations with folks who have retired and uh, they're, they're missing their job and, and they're not as happy as they could be because they haven't planned for other things to do in retirement. Now I have, I have other clients that have done an excellent job mm. of putting together a plan and uh, I call them up, see how they're doing. And, and they tell me life's never been better. They tell me about all these things they have planned. They're volunteering at their favorite charities or they're planning these trips or spending time with their family. Uh, it maybe some are learning new skills. I, I saw a, uh, picture of a client of mine on uh, uh, social media learning the guitar. Yeah. Uh, take up, I mean, think about this. You you could be in retirement longer, for longer than you worked. I wow. mean, th- this is a true statistic for some people. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Yeah. You could be retired longer than you were in the workforce. Wow. Um, so retirement is not a finish line. It's the beginning of another race. Mm-hmm. Get excited about it. And and what I've found, Teresa, is putting together a tailored custom plan, retirement plan, a financial plan, helps you get excited about your retirement. You start to see how this all comes together and how it works. Uh, but there are some mindset changes. There's some paradigm shifts. Like we said, you know, there's some changes that take place with your routine and the way you live your life. But from a financial standpoint as well, we're going from a saving phase to a spending phase. Right. And this can be a difficult shift. This can be a difficult adjustment for some folks because they're always, uh, you know, they're, they're just accustomed to contributing to their 401ks and adding money to their IRAs, investing. The objective is to grow that nest egg, saving and budgeting. Uh, now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't be saving in retirement also, but that's just not the ultimate objective. Now, we're in the distribution phase. We're in the income phase. And, and one thing you have to know, you have to be crystal clear about this, is your potential income gap. Do you have an income gap? Now, you might be thinking, what is an income gap? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Okay. Uh, now, now, most experts recommend that you plan for 80% of your pre-retirement income for your retirement income. So to use an easy number, if you are accustomed to living on $100,000 a year, then $80,000 a year should be your target for your retirement income. Now, if you add up your social security benefits, and let's say maybe there's a government pension of some sort. We have a, a lot of state employees and some federal employees. So some folks are getting Social Security and a pension. Most don't. But let's so add up your pensions, add up your Social Security. If that does not equal, if it is less than 80% of your pre retirement pay. So in this example, if mm-hmm. that adds up to less than $80,000 a year, you have an income gap right now. And let's say, for example, that income gap is $20,000 a year. Well, you have to have a plan in place to make up for that. Mm-hmm. Where, how, are you gonna, how are you gonna make up for that income gap? Well, now, and here's the other thing, uh, Teresa, some folks, and I had a conversation just yesterday with a couple that came in, 
They do not have an income gap right now, but it's likely they will at some point down the road. Mm -hmm. So let's say, for example, your Social Security and your pensions add up to 80000 Great. Well, what's the likelihood that, that things are going to cost more in the future, right? There's this nasty word, inflation. Mm, yep. And it, there, there's another issue. If a lot of your income, so a lot of this, to use the number again, to use this $80,000, if a lot of that $80,000 a year coming to you is pre-tax, or in other words, it's taxable to you, then you have a risk of your net income decreasing over time as taxes increase. Now, most people assume and expect tax rates to increase. Well, if tax rates are increasing, your income's taxable, that means your net income is decreasing over time, mm. and we have inflation to compound that problem. So now things are costing more, and you're getting less money to work with. So you may not have an income gap immediate, but you have to plan for a potential income gap down the road. Now, this is what we help folks do. This is part of the income planning process we put together. We look at, we, we help you determine your income goal. And this is not the same number for everybody, right? So mm -hmm. this is uh, your number, your income goal. And we look at what that income goal looks like at an S, at a projected inflation rate. So we know what kind of income we need to keep up with, what, what our pace needs to be throughout retirement. And then from that point, it's very easy to, hey, let's take a look at your Social Security, your pension. Let's see what kind of income gap we have. Oh, maybe it's small right now, but look, it gets larger as we go further into retirement. So let's put a plan together to address that. And that's exactly what we do. This is what I've been doing for 16 years. I'm passionate about it. Um, I train other financial advisors on concepts and strategies like this. So this is something I really enjoy helping people understand. Now, Teresa, we have room for 10 callers today. So for the next 10 callers, I'm gonna make myself available to you. We're gonna have a one-on-one. -on -one. We're gonna to put together a retirement plan for you that's gonna address your income and your investments, your taxes and your, and your insurance. Our planning process works best for folks who have at least $250,000 saved but we do our very best to help everybody. And that number to call, Nathan, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You can also text him to the same number as well. And this is for retirees and pre-retirees. It's common sense planning and straight talk instead of financial double talk and a sales pitch you might get somewhere else. Folks, you just need to sit down and get a financial roadmap put together. And Nathan's going to translate the complex financial world into something that just makes sense. It's an excellent chance for you to get a true practical financial review. Again, that number, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. All callers who call in will get a comprehensive financial review. It's going to show you where you are now. But most importantly, the review is going to show you a roadmap to get you where you need to be. In short, you've got nothing to lose. Call now. Again, that number, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. What's coming up next, Nathan? When faced with the loss of a spouse, there are many decisions that have to be made. A wrong financial decision can be costly. When we come back, mistakes to avoid when a spouse passes away. Welcome back to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is a fiduciary with over 16 years of experience. He's also founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. Check out his website, retireaustin.com. And, uh, you know, Nathan's got some extra time on his hands. He has... You teach, what, 70 seminars a year? <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, with your extra free time that you have, you know. Right. You know, so, you, like well, you said. Well, we, we, do, we do the seminars. Mm -hmm. Of course, we do the, the radio show. Uh, we're, we're beginning uh, TV production as well. I, I just uh, spent a lot of time doing that. Also, I, I have six kids. I'm a soccer coach. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a husband. I'm a dad. So uh, we've, uh, we're, we're pretty busy, but uh, I really enjoy it. Uh, I, I enjoy every aspect of my life and, and financial planning is a critical part of my life. I, we had a lot of financial struggles when I was younger growing up and I always dreamed of someday understanding money so I could feel comfortable making decisions 
someday, you know, as a as a father and a husband, mm-hmm. uh, that I would be wise in the things that I would do. And, and those experiences in my younger years drove me to this industry. And, and now I have a mission to help as many people as I can uh, develop a, a fearless attitude towards money and, and help people actually become fearless. And, and the way we do that is, number one, by education. You have to know what's going on. And, and I promise you, all this stuff is not as complicated as you think. Uh, if you just take a little time, you have a good coach and a good educator, and that's what that's what we feel like we're best at here at Vital Retirement Planners. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we can help you understand all this and put together a plan that addresses your fears so you can see how you're protecting yourself. You, you deserve to do that for yourself, right? Oh, it, absolutely. It's kind of like, take, like taking care of your health. You deserve it. Do it. Right. <laughs> right. Not sure what to do. Yep. Get an expert at your side. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're going to touch on a serious subject. As you mentioned, you're married and have a spouse. And of course, um, most experts do agree making major financial decisions after the loss of a spouse is not a good idea. You want your emotions to settle down. You meet with your advisor so you can avoid costly mistakes like ignoring tax implications for starters. Right. Right. And, and this is uh, just a take a quick step back. This is one reason why involving a good financial advisor can be uh, really helpful to your retirement plan because a good advisor is uh, is going to press you to have the difficult conversations, the uncomfortable conversations that uh, sometimes we just, we don't have them because they're uncomfortable, right? Mm -hmm. We don't want to bring it up. We don't want to think about it. It's not a, it's not a pleasant topic, right? So we, we tend to avoid it. Uh, People do this with their physical fitness as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't want to feel uncomfortable. So we just avoid conversations. Well, if you get in front of a good coach, a good personal trainer, they're going to sit you down. You're going to have the hard conversations. We're going to get right to it because we want progress, right? We want to do the right thing. Now, uh, losing a spouse it can can rock your world. I mean, I, I have a lot of clients and I don't know what it is, but the last couple of years we've we've lost a number of clients and I've had one on one meetings with the spouse. And this is a really hard thing to get through. Um, what you don't want to have to worry about is your money. You want to have a plan in place that's going to be consistent after one of you passes. And, you know, it, it's very unlikely that both of you are going to pass at the same time. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a, a very common situation people find themselves in. And one of the biggest mistakes, like you mentioned, Teresa, ignoring tax implications. So the way you file your taxes is going to be different if you're not married. Uh, a lot of folks find themselves in higher tax brackets because now you're you're filing as uh, as a single. You're filing a single tax return instead of doing it jointly. Um, and this could uh, this could result in you having to pay more taxes. Um, failing to plan for lower income can be a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of your social security incomes is going to disappear if something happens to you. Uh, there are some pensions, uh, uh, employer pensions, government pensions that may not be around. I have uh, some clients that uh, will completely lose their pension, 100% of it, if one of them passes away. Uh, we, we just uh, uh, we have some where a portion of that pension is going to continue. It could be 75% or 50%. Uh, you got to know these numbers. Uh, so what I like to do as part of our income plan is we'll show you your income goals and how we're going to address those goals but we're going to have a both of you living together version and then one of you living alone version. Hmm. So it's important for you to see what your household income will look like as long as you are together. I think it's just as important to know what your income looks like if you're by yourself. What, how, how, how is your income going to be affected? Sure. You want to be prepared. I mean, that's the best way to see both. Absolutely. As few surprises as possible. Right? right. So it's just it's just about thinking down the line a little further. And again, these are not comfortable situations. No. Uh, I mean, we have uh, some folks have uh, health problems and some folks have had parents who didn't live long lives. And, and uh, this is it, it's an uncomfortable thing to think about. But at the end of the day, you just don't know 
how long the race is, right? Like the, the marathon, the retirement marathon we talked about in the last segment. We just don't know where the finish line is. Uh, so you've got to plan for a long one, but be prepared just in case it's a short one for yeah. one of you. I just think it's smart. Yeah, you don't want to deal with that when that happens because it's it's traumatic enough when someone dies that you know that you love, and then you have to go through all of that at that point. So it's better to be prepared. But yes, it is uncomfortable, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. and, you, and you, you talk about avoiding stress. I mean, try, trying oh. to throw together a retirement plan uh, at the time you lose a spouse, right? Um, and that could be a really hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not impossible, right? We can get through anything, but. Sure. Uh, you want to have, I mean, ideally, you want to have a plan in place before changes like that start to happen. Right. Uh, paying taxes on retirement account withdrawals too soon. This could be a, a challenge. Um, not everybody is the same age, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know my parents, my parents, uh, my father was 15 years older than my mom. Now, he passed uh, last year. Um, but we were expecting that my dad would predecease my mother just be not only because of the age difference, but statistically, even if, even if they're the same age, Mm -hmm. you know, if I want the odds in my favor, if I'm making a bet, I'm going to bet on my mom living the longest. And that's just how the statistics are are coming out. So uh, what you want to be careful of is withdrawing funds from retirement accounts too early. Uh, You could get hit with unnecessary taxes, tax penalties. This can be a very tempting thing. Um, if you're younger than 59 and a half, uh, this could be an obstacle. Now, there are ways to access pre-tax retirement money uh, from your spouse's retirement accounts if you're younger than 59 and a half. And that's, this is an important thing to have a conversation about. Uh, so there are ways that you can transfer that money into an inherited spousal IRA. And this could be a way to avoid taxes and unnecessary penalties on withdrawals that you might you might have to make from uh, your spouse's retirement accounts. Now, again, remember, retirement's a marathon. So this is not, we don't want to sprint. We, we want to be careful to not spend our money too quickly. Uh, don't forget to take required minimum distributions. This is another big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the age has changed. It used to be 70 and a half. Now, in the year you turn 72, you're required to take minimum distributions from your account. Essentially what the IRS is saying is, hey, you've deferred your taxes long enough. Now it's time for us to start getting paid, right? So <laughs> they want their you, money, so oh yeah. Now yes. you need to start taking withdrawals, exactly. Yep. And, and uh, it's not a, a massive percentage, just to give you an idea. If you're turning 72 this year and you're required to take a withdrawal from your IRA, let's say there's a $100,000 IRA, uh, you may be, be required to take, you know, between $3,800 and $4,000. Um, there are other uh, elements that could change the exact amount that you're required to take out, like your primary beneficiaries and all that. But uh, it's not a massive amount. But you just don't want to forget to do this. The, the largest IRS, some of the largest IRS penalties are associated with required minimum distributions. Um, again, this is your money. This is not the IRS's money. So don't give them a reason to take more than, than they need to. Mm-hmm. Teresa, we've talked about this before, focusing on kids over your own financial stability. Right. You know, the, the mothers out there want to be helpful. They want to be generous. They, they want to be nurturing. Um, again, you think of that, uh, that airplane, the, the, one of the first pieces of advice you're given before that airplane takes off. Hey, if that oxygen mask falls down, pressure changes in the cabin, you know whose mask goes on first. Mm-hmm. Some folks uh, move very quickly. They move out of their home uh, when they lose a spouse. Uh, this may not be the right move for you. Uh, again, there are a lot of decisions that can be emotionally driven after you lose a spouse. That you you wanna you wanna be careful. And one of the best pieces of advice I can give is make sure you have the right expert at your side to help you to coach you through the process. Uh, make sure that you're uh, again you're not making decisions that are too emotionally driven. But you want to have uh, you want to have someone there at your side who's been through this before uh, with other clients. We've navigated our clients through situations like this. And uh, any of you out there, I would love to help you. Um, I like I said, I just lost my father last year. I've spent um, a lot of my time helping my mother through this. This is something I've got personal experience with. 
um, you got to have an advisor at your side. And Teresa, it looks like we have room for another eight callers today. So for the next eight callers, we're going to make ourselves available to you to put together a customized, tailored retirement plan that's going to fit your needs and your goals. It's going to be no one's but yours. This is going to be tailored to your numbers. You're going to have an income plan, an investment plan, a tax plan, an insurance plan. We're going to have a plan in place for maybe when you have to live alone in retirement. Uh, now, our process works best for folks who have at least $250,000 saved, uh, but we do our best to help everybody. All right. And that number to call, Nathan, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. Today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow that you want. Folks, there's no cost or obligation to get a better handle on your financial situation, to find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions, what future tax implications will be, and how much income you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement. Pick up the phone and call Nathan. Nathan right now. Again, that number, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You can also text Nathan to the same number. What's coming up next, Nathan? Well, there are many kinds of risks when it comes to retirement planning, from longevity risk to healthcare cost risk. We'll break them down and highlight how to avoid them. Thank you, Austin, for spending some of your Sunday with us. You are tuned to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. You can also check out his website at retireaustin.com. And one more thing, so important. He is a fiduciary with over 16 years of experience. Again, that is important because the fiduciary, they're looking out for your best interests, got your best interest in mind when it comes to your financial future. Not out there selling a cookie cutter plan or, you know, trying to earn a commission, pushing one product. He's there for you. And, you know, there are there's going to be risks when it comes to investing. We know that. Um, but the older that we get, we want to get the risk a bit lower in our portfolio. So we're going to take a look at some common ones and figure out if the risk we if it's a risk we should take or not take. There are certain risks that don't show their face until you retire. Mm -hmm. That's, this is the interesting thing about this is. You can't move into the retirement phase of your life with the same playbook you used in the pre-retirement phase. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a it's not it's not just the second half of the game. It's a different game <laughs> altogether. So you got to be careful. Uh, longevity risk is one of them. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the risk of, of outliving your money. Uh, it, this is kind of funny. In one of my seminars a while back, I asked people what the number one fear was. It's a very easy question to answer. Of course, everyone got it in unison, the fear of running out of money. Right. But uh, I had someone, a gentleman say, I'm afraid I might live too long. <laughs> and I thought, you know, that, that is interesting. That isn't that a different way of, of talking about the same fear? That's just a, a different set of words to use. But right. uh, living the fear of living too long is a financial concern. Mm -hmm. It's never been more expensive to live a long life. Right. And it's not going to get any cheaper nope. to live a long life. So, again, uh, you, you got to you got to know this. This risk, it doesn't exist before you retire. This is a retirement risk, the, ri the longevity risk. There's a, there's a day for every one of us, everyone listening today, there's no exceptions, but there will be a day in the future when if you need money, if you need extra money, working is no longer an option, mm -hmm. right? right? That day will come mm -hmm. for all of us. For some, it's already come, right? right? We call that human capital. That's, that's the ability to go out and earn money. That's your human capital. So as we age, our human capital uh, declines, right? It's, it's highest in the very beginning of our careers, right? Human capital's through the roof. You can do anything. You can learn all these new things and have all this energy and stamina. And as we age over time, that human capital begins to decrease. But as the human capital is decreasing, the financial capital should be increasing, Mm -hmm. Right. So this is the 401k contributions, the IRA contributions, your investments, your saving, your budgeting. So you're growing the financial capital. So when your human capital gets very low, uh, we're not so worried about that because we have the financial capital to rely on at that point. But now there's all these risks that we face when it comes to 
uh, relying on that financial capital. And uh, living a long, long life can be a very expensive thing for your portfolio. You have to be able to fund it. Everyone I talk to, Teresa, wants to be financially independent. And there's a consensus there. There's I really can't think of anybody that I've met with who said, uh, you know, I want to be financially dependent on somebody else. <laughs> I right. want somebody else to pay my bills and I want somebody else to make decisions for me. Uh, I, I, you know, they might be out there. Uh, I haven't, I haven't talked to them in my office. Yeah. Uh, no. so, so if you, if you want to be financially independent, you got to plan for it. Right? right. Then we've got financial risk. This comes with the territory of investing. This is the, the, the risk of, uh, not getting the right returns on your portfolio or, or, or losing money in the market. This could be market risk also. Uh, if you're exposed to the stock market, you're assuming the risk. Now, a question I would ask you is, do you know, do you know how much risk you're taking? Now, that, that's kind of an interesting question because there's, there's not just one way of measuring the level of risk that you're taking. And, but there are very sound ways to do that. Uh, this is one thing we do as part of our retirement planning process when we put together an investment plan we're, we're quantifying the level of risk you're that you're exposed to in your portfolio. We have really cool software we use that can simulate certain types of markets where we could say, hey, how would this particular portfolio respond to a 2008 recession? Uh, how would this particular portfolio respond to a March 2020 bear market? Or what about a bull market? Or what about a rise in interest rates? It's fascinating to see how certain portfolios with different asset allocations perform in different markets. If you don't know what you should expect as far as returns and how your portfolio would respond to certain changes in the market, you need to know. Uh, this, is, this is one of those need to know things that can remove the fear from your retirement because now you have a level of predictability. And you may decide if you you know, we, we help you and we educate you about how your portfolio would perform. You may decide that, hey, I don't like that. I don't want my portfolio to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, then we, we can make changes with how you're invested. Uh, now, the funny thing about this, Teresa, is people tend to be less concerned about the level of risk they're taking when things are doing well, right? When mm -hmm. the markets are up, oh, yeah. uh, the, the markets are climbing and and everything's great. Everyone's uh, uh, re enjoying and, and celebrating. There's really not a lot of concern about taking too much risk. It's when the market goes the other direction. Right. So, you know, a, a conversation we're having with a lot of folks right now is not, hey, how much money do you want to earn on your portfolio? The question is, how much are you comfortable losing? Yeah, I it looks like we're going I, in that direction, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, we will at some point. There's yeah. always going to be market volatility. But the statistics are a little scary if you think about them. If you're right. planning to retire within the next 10 years, mm -hmm. we are long overdue, right. statistically speaking, for a recession. Long overdue. We haven't had a recession since the great one, you know, in 2008, the great recession. Uh, it's been over 13 years since the last recession. And, you know, on average, we tend to have a recession about every five or six years. So we're years and years overdue. Mm -hmm. And when do you think would be the worst time to experience a recession? The absolute worst time. When you're about to the, retire. The yeah. <laughs> right? The closer the recession is to yeah. your retirement date, the more devastating it is. Yep. Because now you're having to depend on it, right? You're, you're withdrawing funds from your accounts. You're still paying fees. Markets tanking and your accounts... Uh, drop in and, and now there's there's another risk that shows up. This is a sequence of returns risk. Now I, I know few people who are not in the industry that, that that really understands what the sequence of returns risk is really what it really means and what you should be concerned about. But mm -hmm. let me try to explain it very clearly. Sure. If you were to take a 10 year period in the market, um, everyone knows you're not going to get the same return on your money every year right one year you may get you may earn five percent one year you may lose seven and a half percent the next year you may make 22 percent right so you're going to have these varying returns throughout the year if you're not withdrawing money from this particular account it doesn't matter what 
sequence those returns come in. At the end of that 10-year term, you're going to end up with the same account balance, right? You could, you could switch around that 5%, the 22%, the negative 7.5%. You could put them in, in, in all different orders, different, uh, different sequence, and you're going to come out with the same number. But if you're withdrawing from the account, so now, now let's say you step into the picture, and now you're taking money out of this account while it's experiencing these varying returns over the, the term, then the sequence really matters. It makes a big difference. It can make a massive difference. Uh, so again, if you're close to retirement or you're recently retired, this is especially a concern for you now. You definitely need to meet with a competent, experienced financial advisor to help wrap your mind around this and get your portfolio in a place where it's safe, and you at least you know safe in the term uh, in the term of you knowing what to expect. Uh, we want to remove the surprises from the, the from the scenario as much as possible. So you got to be uh, aware of that. Healthcare costs. This is a big risk. Healthcare uh, uh, medical costs inflate at a rate one and a half times the rate of inflation. Wow. Uh, now, uh, I, I, hear, I hear people say, and I say this too, inflation is a different number when you retire. Mm. Uh, now, basically what that means is what you're going to spend more of your money on in retirement actually inflates at higher rates than other things, right? Not everything inflates at the same rate. Right. If, say, for example, the average inflation is 3%, that doesn't mean everything is inflating at 3%. Some things are inflating at a much higher rate, some much lower rate, but medical costs, one and a half times the average. So if, if the average is 3%, medical costs are four and a half. Uh, services inflate at a rate much higher than products do. The retirees tend to spend more money on services than products. So if you're planning for a two or 3% inflation rate, uh, you, you may be underestimating inflation. Uh, and again, this is a big part, uh, a big element of our income plan is we do address this. We show you different levels of inflation to make sure your portfolio can uh, can make it through. Uh, there's political risk. There's uh, non-routine expenditures, right? There's, there, there's lots of things that can come into play. Not all of these will be just as relevant to one person as they will be to the next. This is why the retirement plan needs to be tailored and customized to you. And uh, Teresa, it looks like we have room for another six callers. Um, what I wanna make available, this is what I wanna offer to our listeners today, is the ability to come into my office. This is, this is complimentary, there's no charge for doing this, but you and I will sit down together. I'll take time to get to know you, you'll get to know us, and we'll put together an income plan, uh, an investment plan, a tax plan, and an insurance plan that's customized to your situation, to your retirement plan. It's no one else's but yours. Uh, our process works best for folks who have at least $250,000 saved, uh, but we'll do our best to help everyone who comes in. 800-890-5008. 800-890-5008 is the number to get in touch with Nathan. You can also text him there as well. We mentioned you got to have a plan. The first step is to sit down with a financial advisor like Nathan. And if something we're talking about today resonates with you, whether it's tax planning, Social Security, it's long-term care, health care, or just that overall big picture, or maybe you just want to get a second opinion, give Nathan a call. He's got over 16 years of experience and is a licensed fiduciary. He is there listening to your concerns and plans for your future, customizing a plan for you and you alone. That number, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. Take the stress out of planning for your future. Pick up the phone and call Nathan right now. The show's going so fast. Already the last segment. What's coming up, Nathan? When we come back, questions from you and answers from me. So we'll be right back. And welcome back, everybody, to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. And you want to check out Nathan's website. It's retireaustin.com. And also want to mention he is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. 
and is a fiduciary with over 16 years of experience. And I'm sure over those 16 years, you've had plenty of questions, and we're getting more in every week from our listeners. So first up is Joy in Cedar Park. She says, I've heard that I can invest a health savings account in ETFs. How do I do this? This is a great question. It kind of depends on who the custodian is of that health savings account. So what company is holding that? Is that a Fidelity, a TD Ameritrade, E-Trade, Charles Schwab? So the custodian of that account is ultimately going to determine what types of investments you could own in a health savings account. Um, they're not all the same. So this is where not, not all custodians are equal. Uh, there's no cookie cutter approach to custodians either. Mm-hmm. So uh, some of them have great resources where you, you can go online and you can do a lot of research about the types of ETFs and mutual funds and uh, maybe even individual stocks and bonds that are made available inside of the ETF. Uh, it's it's great to have a experienced and uh, and professional advisor at your side as well to give you some pointers and help you understand some of the jargon uh, uh, that that comes along with these websites and the information that they provide. But that's what I would do. Uh, Whoever's holding that account, and I'm I'm happy to help you as well. Joy, if you want to call in, um, we can give you some guidance there as well. Uh, But ultimately, that's what's going to determine your options is whatever is on that approved list with the custodian. Okay. Next up is Darnell in Austin. What fees should I expect for a normal mutual fund or ETF? Are mutual funds fees typically higher than ETF fees? And is close to 5% too high a fee? Oh, I'd say 5% is very high, very high. What you got to understand is ETFs and mutual funds have some similarities, but there are some pretty fundamental differences. ETFs uh, have become very, very popular, partly because they they do offer a uh, diversified investment experience with a much lower expense ratio. These are not actively managed funds, which means the expenses are a little lower. There's uh, usually much less activity going on inside of that fund. By the way, ETF stands for Exchange Traded Fund. Mm-hmm. A lot of these uh, ETFs are designed to mirror an index. So there's there's not a lot of management going on there really other than just, just following that particular index. So you, you tend... You tend to find that expense ratios are a bit lower because of that, but not in every case. So this is where you need to pay attention to the disclosures and the prospectus of the fund and the ETFs. Some people prefer ETFs because they are a little more liquid. They trade like a stock. So there's a different set of administrative processes that go with ETFs versus mutual funds. But mutual funds can be a great fit as well. Always look for the low costs. Uh, 5%, holy cow, if you're looking at 5% fees, uh, that is through the roof. In my opinion, that's uh, uh, unacceptable unless you've got you know, some incredible performance there that can justify that and service and all that. But I, I just think that's going to be, uh, you're going to be hard pressed to find that. Now, Darnell, it, it, there's a possibility that if you're seeing something around 5%, that could be a sales charge. Uh, think of the sales charge as like your admission into the party, right? You got to pay a fee to get in, and then there's an expense for staying there. That's the expense ratio. So uh, be careful. Uh, Darnell, I want to make sure you don't pay any more fees than you absolutely have to to get what you need. I would recommend calling in. We can help you navigate some of these nuances here. And that number to call, Nathan, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. Yeah, always read the fine print and get an advisor that you can trust because at 5%, it does seem too high. Wow. <laughs> oh, my Ooh. goodness. Wow. Next up is Leonard in Round Rock. How is the Social Security spousal benefit calculated at full retirement age and at age 70? Great question. And th- and it is important to know that spousal benefits do not take away from your own benefits. This is a common question that kind of comes along with spousal benefits. Some people 
Uh, I talked to someone a few weeks ago who was uh, a, a little resistant at first to collect her spousal benefit because she didn't want to impact her husband's benefit. I said, no, 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 no. He, he gets his benefit and you get your spousal benefit in addition to it. It's never going to be more than 50% of the, they call it the primary insurance amount. So your full retirement benefit at full retirement age. So if your full retirement age is 67, uh, whatever that full benefit, that primary insurance amount is at 67, the spousal benefit off of that work record is never going to be more than 50% of that. Um, so that's, of course, the numbers are not the same for everybody. But uh, one thing you could do is look at that number and uh, take half of that. And that could be roughly where that spousal benefit could be. Now, cost of living adjustments can uh, add to that number over time. So you can still get increases on those Social Security benefits. But right out of the gate, that, uh, that spousal benefit is going to be no more than 50% percent of the primary insurance amount at full retirement age. But this leads to another very common question, Teresa, mm -hmm. which is, when is the right time for me to collect my Social Security benefits? I hear this uh, probably a couple times every day. I'm sure. This, this is a, a very important question. You're definitely asking the right thing. But this question is easily answered by a comprehensive income plan. So when we put together our income plan as part of your overall retirement plan, that answers those questions pretty easily. And then it becomes very clear that, hey, this particular age is gonna be the best for us. It's not the same for everybody. Now, one thing to keep in mind, Social Security is fully funded until 2035. So what that means is they are 75% funded after that, which uh, brings up another risk we call legislative risk. Mm. Mm -hmm. This is the risk of the numbers changing, the rules changing, and <laughs> maybe you've uh, deferred and uh, you've accumulated these delayed retirement credits because you're counting on getting X amount of dollars per month. And yeah, at the end of the day, nothing's really guaranteed with Social Security. The thing, you know, things can change. People ask, can Congress really do this? Well, Yes. <laughs> if everybody gets on board, they get the votes they need. Yeah. Uh, that's the unfortunate uh, truth about this scenario here. I wish it was better. Right. But it's not completely going away as a lot of them like to scare no, during I, elections. You know, I really don't believe Social <laughs> Security will ever go away. I, I do believe it'll look different. Mm -hmm. okay. I, I believe it, it's just going to look different. Yeah. And that's where the planning on your part comes in. And we put together a retirement plan that can address those potential changes in Social Security so you're not blindsided and, right. and uh, you know, hurting financially because right. of it. Right. Good, good advice. Good, definitely good advice, especially with the way things are going anymore. You just never know. Oh, most people are worried <laughs> about it. I'll tell you. Yeah. You need to be, pre 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 be prepared. That is for certain. Our next question is Jessica in Georgetown. I've done Roth IRA conversions every year for the past several years. I'm going to retire in two years with 30000 in my traditional Roth IRA. Should I continue the conversion process? Uh, yes. Now, I'm going to guess uh, when she said uh, traditional Roth IRA, I'm guessing she's meaning her traditional IRA. Okay. Uh, if she should continue to convert that. Uh, you know, I really like the idea of Roth money. I really like the idea of getting the IRS out of your retirement accounts. And by paying your taxes now, you're basically buying out your partner, right? The IRS is that partner in your retirement plan. And the IRS gets to determine at its discretion what percentage of your retirement account it owns. So if you don't like that whole deal with the IRS, then uh, you may want to look seriously at getting them out. And doing Roth conversions is a way to do that. But a couple things to look out for. Roth conversions are taxable. So the amount you convert is taxed as ordinary income. It also comes with a five-year clock. You can't access that money for five years after you've converted. So if you don't have that kind of time to wait, it may not be in your best interest to do that. Another thing to be uh, to, to watch out for is this could potentially increase your so your your Medicare Part B premium. Hmm. Uh, I know people who have done very large Roth conversions and it's bumped them up. This is Irma I R M M A. You can look it up, Google it. Uh, this is where the Medicare is going to look at your. Modified adjusted gross income, your Roth conversion amounts are going to be 
added to that, and that could result in higher Medicare Part B premiums for a whole year. So watch out for that. That doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. It just means you need to know. You need to be in the know. Um, it looks like we have room, Teresa, for two more callers, and I want to make myself available for the next two callers. We're going to sit down together. I'm going to take time to get to know you, uh, not just your finances, but we're going to get to know your life, your family, your plans, uh, what you enjoy doing, help you visualize your retirement, and then put together a retirement plan that's tailored to you. It's going to include your social security numbers, your income plan, your investment plan, a tax strategy to uh, address the rising tax rates, and then an insurance strategy. And again, we want to make sure we understand how your retirement plan could be affected if, if one of you predeceases the other. What, how, what impact is that going to make? You got to have eyes wide open. So we're going to put together a plan that's tailored to you. This is complimentary. This is about a $2,000 value. I'm not going to charge you to do this, but I will say our process works best for folks who have at least $250,000 saved. And that number to call, Nathan, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You can also text him to the same number. Again, Nathan, he's going to sit down. He's going to listen to your concerns, listen to your plans for your future. It's not a cookie-cutter approach, folks. He's going to take that time to really listen to what's important to you and also translate any complex financial information into something that makes sense for you. And then what he's going to do is put a roadmap together. It's going to show you where you are now, but most importantly, that roadmap is going to get you where you need to be, a stress-free retirement. And doesn't that sound great? There's only a couple spots left. This is the end of the show, and the phones are ringing. You want to get in right now. Again, that number, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You can also text Nathan to the same number. Nathan, I, I learned so much. I learned about Irma today. I, I've never heard that phrase before. So, I, you know, you, you do. You pick up something every week. And I'm, I'm enjoying this. And I, I look forward to next weekend. Well, I really hope we helped some people out there. And, and I'm excited to visit with uh, some of these folks who have called in. Mm -hmm. Really looking forward to it. We'll see you right back here next weekend for another edition of Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. Investment advisory services offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management and Nathan Fort. Nathan Fort and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of the information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management. By contacting Arbor Mutual Wealth Management, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.